Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Pending Moderation. Uh, this is our episode three, where we will be discussing Minecraft. As usual, I am Phil, and I'm joined here by my buddy, Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi, I'm Mark. <laughs> Today, we're going to be discussing Minecraft. So, just for you guys who don't understand what Minecraft is, you haven't been living on this planet. You haven't seen anything related to Minecraft. Uh, Minecraft is the best-selling game of all time. It was released in 2011, and a man named Notch had made the game initially. And in 2024, uh, 2014, sorry, Microsoft bought the game for billions of dollars. And this is the game that my brother calls the lego game because it's a game where you can you can build anything you want to you can use every single block that is around you and you just go crazy with your creativity ultimately it's the biggest sandbox game in the world and i love it oh so much it's my favorite game of all time it's the one game i've been playing constantly since i've gotten my hands on minecraft itself and each year they are bringing new updates and new insights and new ways to do things. And today we are going to discuss one of those updates in part. The 1.20 update. Which is an update that's about to be released. It was supposed to be released in January of this year. We are recording this at the end of February. So it, it's not year yet. We, we don't, we don't have, have new Minecraft yet. And um, we feel like uh, time has lied to us. <laughs> so, Mark, this Minecraft thing, how'd you get into it? Well, um, so uh, being, you know, that, that nerdy sort of person, uh, I was big into gaming and computers and that sort of stuff in general. And it's sort of, if you're in that circle, Minecraft eventually crossed your PC, and you would give a, a, a try, you know, we had like a few, uh, you know, less than, less than legal copies that would float around at lands every now and then, so I dabbled in the game, but I never really got super, super into it until probably around like 2016, 2017, um, and by then it was a whole different game, like, uh, I think that's also around about the time it was on PlayStation, and the whole Bedrock thing started, so... I don't know, it was it was an entirely different game at that point. There was so much more. I had to like relearn so much. Um but on the second time round it really gripped me because there was just so much possibility that you could do and there was like so much depth and the game was actually even more like what you want to make of it for yourself. Like, yeah, you could follow the storyline that the game has, but you could also sort of do so much. I mean, I wasn't even into the whole modding scene and all of that, but just the base game, there's so much you can do with it. And um, I agree completely with what your your brother says, you know, the Lego game. I always tell my friends, like, it's. I don't understand how you could not like Minecraft. Did you not play Legos as a child? Like, what did you do? <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's the appeal for me. It's like, it's stacking blocks. It's like, it's super sort of therapeutic to to build things and plan things and there's this really uh cool sense of of uh reward 
and that that scales sort of with you in the game because like as you figure out a small machine then you figure out another small machine then you figure out a way to like link these two small machines together or you know you find one material and then you keep mining further and you find another material and it keeps unlocking like more possibilities so i really like those aspects of the game um so yeah that's how i got into it i guess yeah for me it was at one point one of my friends pitched up at my place and he went yo would you like to play this game with me and i went yeah sure 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 and then he explained a couple of aspects of the game and that weekend just disappeared it disappeared because I started playing the game and I was hooked almost instantaneously because I saw that you could take certain blocks and have them interact with other blocks. And by having them interact with other blocks, you can create something new, create a machine that, you know, spits out different, different color blocks and or make a furnace that works without you touching anything. And the more I found out about this game, the more I was hooked. The possibilities were just endless. And it became more and more endless with every single update that Microsoft brought to the game. Because I thought, ah, I like these villagers. They are all cool. But what if they were better? What if they wore a different suit? And then they updated the game. Villagers wore a different suit. And I was like, ah, what if we had dolphins or other animals and that came in the game as well and i was just every single time i jumped into the game i could do something new i could work on something new and i just loved the creativity that minecraft ultimately gave me and of course as most games it is much better with friends your friends introduce you to weird things you start playing weird things you start doing weird things and you just you love the interaction that goes on between you and your friends. I remember one day I was I think you were playing with me, but my other friend, um, we'll call him Rudy, because that's his name, he was building a beautiful wood house and he built this beautiful chapel. And he he put a um a fiery block on the top of his chapel. So he ran off in the game. And came to come and find me. And he came to find me and he said, Dude, I just built this beautiful chapel. It's amazing. Please come and have a look at it. So I, as a loyal friend, follow him back to his chapel. Only to get there and see that this whole chapel is on fire. He's, he immediately stressed out. He immediately tried to fix it. But um, that interaction between the two of us. Where I came back and I went, Dude. Your house is on fire. He, and he went, no, not my house. I spent like three hours building this. Ah, oh, that, that is the crux of Minecraft, ultimately, for me. I enjoy playing it with friends. You know? <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy this game. So, so, what, so what I took away from that story was the, the, one of the best moments you've had recently in Minecraft is watching your friend's house burn down. Yes. That is one of the best moments I have had in Minecraft, watching my friend's house burn down. And it's not recent. It happened a long time ago, but it keeps... I, I keep remembering it, so to speak, because I, I hear about someone building something new, and then I think, ha, huh, my friend's house burned down because he put fire in the wrong space. <laughs> so, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, so I play primarily 
Java edition Minecraft, which is how it was originally released. And I love playing Java Minecraft mainly because uh, Redstone can be more simplified, can be smaller, and it's the version that I'm most used to playing. I also run a couple of mods, and the mods usually aim to um, increase my frames per second. It um, makes the game run smoother, makes the game run cleaner, and of course, the replay mod. It's amazing. You can watch yourself build stuff, and you're just you're just a dude building stuff. And I like it. I like seeing myself building big building. Uh, I am a Java player. Mark, however, is not a Java player. He plays another version of the game called Bedrock. So he is our Bedrock man. Mark, what? Tell me about your experiences with with Bedrock Minecraft. Um, I like Bedrock a lot more than I like Java at the moment. Um, um, I know people say like the the combat is like sort of dumb and whatever, but I like the the combat. I feel like Java's combat can be very overwhelming sometimes when you're sort of being you know attacked by multiple mobs and things like that, and you gotta like focus on not like clicking fast. You gotta like time your clicks and you gotta do all these things. It gets a, a bit overwhelming, things like that. And then also the, the cross-play, the, the cross-platform uh, play, because I play most of my games like off the couch on the PlayStation because I'm like uh, lazy these days. Um, and I don't have like a, a, a super cool PC that, that runs everything. So um, that's the way I like to play. And, and I can play with my mates of PCs, Xboxes, everything. So it's, it's really cool for that cross-platform aspect. Um, and I don't know, like, it, I've just gotten used to it because when I got back into Minecraft, I started on, on Bedrock and not on Java. So, um, I basically just learned the game. The Redstone, I understand it. It's pretty easy for me. Like, I do, I, they do, it does become very snaky and complicated on some builds, but, like, I like that challenge. Like, you know? <laughs> My problem with Minecraft Bedrock, um, Bedrock Redstone is that everything just gets so big. You can't compact yeah. everything. But for me, it's always a learning experience where I, I realize, okay, I have to take this one machine and connect it to this other machine. And then I have to make sure that those two machines don't interact. And with the bulkiness that comes with um, Bedrock, it's, it's always just an, an extra... An, extra step that i need to take i just want to add like they, they are um i mean they are adding quite a lot of parity updates and things like that to make uh certain blocks interact you know similar more similarly to to java and i mean like if you look at for example the target block with that introduction that simplified a lot of of redstone builds and things like that because you can do directional redstone with that block so so I mean, there are you know, there are some some things that are slowly being added. But I mean, I agree. Like some of the bigger builds really become redstone intensive. Like if you look at some of the bedrock tree farms and things like that, it's it's like layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of complicated little redstone circuits and slices and things. It's it's it can be you know quite intimidating. And also iron farms. Right with with Java, you make an iron farm with three villages yeah. and a pad. You're like, okay, I yeah. have three villages, and I put down this pad, and then everything spawns on that block. 
But yeah, you were in bedrock. Kind... In bedrock, yeah, in bedrock. So if you don't know that there's a little mechanic change, <laughs> and you start building an iron farm, you can spend <laughs> three real life days and not get iron and only get cats. Um, <laughs> and I... also, if, if if you if you accidentally fuck up your your uh, villager linking, then your iron farm just, you know, doesn't work. <laughs> I, I just, I have to recall this story. So Mark decides he's going to build an iron farm on our realm. He's like, yes, I'm going to build an iron farm. We're going to have a lot of iron. Things are going to be great. So he spends, like, essentially two real-life weeks building this iron farm. And he's like, none of my villagers want to connect to my my um, workstations. I am not producing iron. And he keeps going. And he's like, listen, why does this not work? Little do we know that one of our other friends, Rudy, again, was putting down barrels, linking his villagers to the barrels all around the iron farm and stopping the iron farm from working. And it was just the frustration that Mark had at that point. He, he was just so angry. like the amount of the amount of hours i put in like i don't get at that time i didn't have like a massive amount of time to play so i was like spending my sleep time (laughs) on trying to build iron bombs and just spending like hours linking and relinking and be like why the fuck are you still a fisherman why the fuck are you still a fisherman So, yeah, it's a super fun game that that never makes you angry. <laughs> yeah, you guys should play Minecraft. I remember when when you found out when you found out that Rudy was putting barrels down everywhere. You were like, dude, no, no, no barrels, no barrels anywhere near my farm. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand. What's wrong with using chests? <laughs> well, I mean, barrels were just introduced at that point. And he saw it as a block that he can use just to store everything that he could store in it. And it was very small. So you just put down a barrel, you, you have your stuff. So he put down barrels everywhere. And it, it messed with your iron farm. And I, I felt for you. I felt for you quite a lot. But just to go back, you know the combat update was 1.9, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's when combat changed. And I am okay with Java combat, whether you have a cooldown on your your hits. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 very nice to spam that clicking when you are playing in uh, Bedrock. So yeah, in Bedrock and- you just you just jump and spam click, jump and spam <laughs> click, and then you're getting like crits left, right, and center. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> die, motherfuckers. <laughs> and I must say, the parity that uh, Microsoft has brought to the game has made it easier for someone like me, who is a Java player, to play Bedrock. Because Bedrock is available on more more platforms. You can, If you have a Bedrock server, you can connect to it with your console. You can connect to it with your computer. You can connect to it with your phone as well. And you can all play on the same server. So I understand yeah. the appeal to um, Bedrock um, Java or Bedrock edition of Minecraft. And I like it. I like the fact that I'm still able to play with my friends. But me, myself, 
I own every version of Minecraft. I have dabbled in Minecraft Education Edition. I I have Minecraft Java Edition, Bedrock Edition, and I can play it all from my awesome computer that I have, which Mark does not have. And I would just like to flex a little <laughs> bit on that. <laughs> Why, thank but you, we, That's so nice of you. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm just the nicest person ever. <laughs> and I am a redstoner. So in Minecraft, we have... I want to simplify this as simple as possible. Three different kinds of Minecrafters. We have the Boulder, who likes building things, making things look aesthetically beautiful when they build it. So they would concentrate on building the best houses, with the best interiors, the best towers, and just everything would look just so beautiful. They'll have paths going from one building to the next, and everything will just look beautiful. We have the redstoners. Redstoners like building machines. So if you want something, you build a farm for it. I want iron, I build a farm. I want bamboo, I build a farm. I want uh, those undying totems, I'm going to build a farm. I want trees, I'm going to build a farm. Redstoners make machines. And the other type of builder is the gatherer. And the gatherer is essentially... They walk around going, I like that block, I'm going to gather that block. And then they go to another place and they're like, okay, I like that block, I'm going to gather that block. And then they end up with just chests and chests of just different things all over the show. And I myself identify as all three. I'm a redstoner because I like, I like building machines. Machines are great. I'm a gatherer because I love building storage rooms. Storage rooms are amazing. Just, I just need a big room where I'm able to put my storage in and have everything easily to, to access. Um, I am a good builder, but I'm always working on that aspect. Like Minecraft is kind of like a, like a job. You start working at a job and you're like, yes, I'm really good at this one thing, but maybe I want to expand or diversify my portfolio. So I'm going to try this other thing. And then you try the other thing and you you work on it and you spend real life hours trying to get better at it. And myself, I'm trying to get better as a boulder. So Mark, what would you identify yourself as? Yeah, I spend a lot of time in Minecraft um, uh, making basically machines and things that are hidden away so that I can passively gather the blocks and that I don't actually have to actively farm things that can be passively farmed. I don't like the super massive machines that are like, you know, gonna cause server lag or have to like pick super fast. I like things that just, you know, run really, you know, low maintenance. Every now and then there's a tick or two that just causes, you know, something to be harvested. Um, and then I like the auto sorting and storing those blocks. So I, I guess I'm a bit of a redstone and a bit of a gatherer, but um, I do like building things. I'm just uh, I, I'm not as aesthetically minded as uh, some of the other people who play Minecraft. So like I don't have that vision for like how something is gonna look in block form to make it resemble something in real life or whatever. Um, but I like building things that, you know, are efficient, that looks clean, that look, you know, 
like building if i'm building something that's doing something like a factory job then i try and give it like you know sort of a concretey gray factory factory uh aesthetic and if it's something you know natural like a beehive or a farm then i try and use like woody aesthetics and things like that but beyond that i sort of you know very minimalist in that sort of sense but i also play minecraft on like vanilla without like visual mods or anything like that so because i like that basic raw blocky form like that's what i like about it that's that's an appeal to me and other people's like sort of would like a bit more rounded edges or a bit more hd but for me, Minecraft and blocks, that's how it's supposed to be. Okay, well, I, I like playing on vanilla Minecraft as well. The only thing that has changed a little bit was when RTX was introduced and everything was reflective. It was amazing. I went, wow, this, this block looks amazing because the green light is filtering through the windows and it's um, reflecting off of the ground that's there. But unfortunately, RTX hasn't gotten as much love as all the other mods that are out there. So I am generally back to playing Minecraft without any mods on it. And I like, I like how it looks. I like the blocks. I like the fact that you can use the blocks in different ways. You can have different colors interact with other colors. And all of this stems down to how you play Minecraft. Everyone plays it differently. And everyone has their favorite when it comes to Minecraft. Blocks? What is your favorite block, Mark? Your favorite? Mm, yeah, that's... <clears throat> it's not an easy question, but it's probably going to be, like, the Deep Slate. I really like the dark Deep Slate and the, the varieties that the, the Deep Slate can be used into. Um, the Deep Slate tiles, the Deep Slate bricks, you know um how it can be like in slabs and stairs and stuff so you have like lots of versatile sort of ways you can use it um and then i like the the piston block as a mechanical block because there's there's so many uses for the pistons and sticky pistons like you know harvesting things moving things you know so that would probably be my my top two i guess well i i have top two as well aesthetically i would have to go for quartz and smooth quartz. I just love how it looks. It's so clean. Um, and I like using it in relation to other blocks like Deep Slate. Deep Slate is also a beautiful looking block. How uh, you can have the bricks, the Deep Slate bricks, you can have the, the Deep Slate tiles. Oh my god, how beautiful is that block? But yeah, you add the Deep Slate tiles, whatever you have, you have the quartz mixing in with it well. And for me, you know what my favorite block is. Spruce. It's spruce wood. I love spruce wood. I can't do without spruce wood. Whenever I start a new game, I have to go and find spruce wood. It just, it's such a brown, a beautiful color that fits in with almost every other block in Minecraft. You can add it to your bold palette. And what I like to do is add it to my boldings. So my buildings look like they have actual supports. So you look at the building and you say, oh, wow, that building looks like it's going to stand up if a wind blows through. You know, you don't look at a building and think, ah, if a wind comes through, that thing's just going to, like, fall down. It looks solid. It adds gravitas to my builds. And it also adds just, like, a solidarity, so to speak. So my buildings look more solid when I use uh, Bruce. That's my favorite one. And a close second would probably be leaves. 
leaves uh, changed my life. Oh, I love azalea leaves. The flowering azalea oh. leaves, I fucking love them. Because of the usefulness with bees and just because of how cool it looks like when you put it as like a hedge trim. When I made, I made on one server like a hedge maze and it looks so cool to just like trim the maze every now and then with the uh, flowering azaleas. So it's, it's yeah, I'm like, I really like the, the flowered leaves. Well, it's, it's also, it brings variety to it. So you're looking at different leaves like spruce um, and oak and birch leaves. They are all kind of, it's just the same thing over and over again. Whereas with azalea, you can bring some flowers into it. You can bring some color into it. And that just brings more life to whatever, whatever you are building. And I love it. I love it. So leaves change my life. I add it to as many bolds as I can. I try to put hedges down. And, of course, bees. We're going to hear more about bees later. <laughs> but bees, I love bees. <laughs> so, oh, wait, that, that is actually our next topic. <laughs> what, what is your favorite animal? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> my next favorite animal. Um... Or, I don't know. Um, that's a tough one. I like the versatility of the sheep, but they're kind of annoying. Cows are also very annoying. Chickens also kind of annoying. I guess bees are probably my favorites. Yeah. I love the bees. I love working with bees. I love the, the... So, like, when you make the villager crop farms and things like that, if you put, again, the flowering azalea on the opposite end and then your bees on the one end, then the bees flying across your fields are, you know, bone meeting your field, so you're getting, you know, faster crop growth as well. So I love playing with, like, those little, like, mechanics. So, yeah, the usefulness of the bee, I think, I think that's my... And then honey blocks and, you know, the, the ability to, to wax blocks and then um, a source of sugar as well. So, yeah, it's... Yeah. Bees. Oh, wait. We forgot all about copper blocks. Copper blocks are amazing. The fact that they age as well. Well, you know what? Minecraft's got a bunch of blocks that I, I really love. But for me, my favorite animal... Well, it's two. I have two. One of them is aesthetically pleasing, which is the bee. Because the bee is the cutest mob in Minecraft. It's just The like, mini bees. The you baby bees, they're so tiny. They're like so tiny. <laughs> you look at them, you're like, how is your wings? How are your wings? Like holding you upright. Please stop being so cute. So, so I love bees because they are just adorable. I, I become like a little, uh, let's say, a proud father. You know, who sees his cute child and he's like, oh, you're just the cutest thing ever. You're like, let's go and do stuff with you. And then they follow you around when you've got flowers in your hand. And they just, they're busy and they bee. And, oh, just, I love bees so much. They are <clears throat> amazing. Cute. Adorable. However, the allays. The allays are the most useful mobs in Minecraft. You get one of them, you give them an item, and they pick up the item for you. And they're so versatile because you can give them a different item um, to hold and then they will pick up that item and bring it to you if you are working in the field. And I found it very easy to use um, allays when you have farms in the, the starting, uh, well, the early game slot of Minecraft. 
So let's say you have a huge uh, sugarcane farm. And you have to break all of the sugarcane by hand because you don't have an iron farm yet. You can't make all the pistons. So you just run through there. You kill, you break down all of your um, sugarcane. Your lays fly out and they pick up the sugarcane as um, they fall on the ground. And this was especially useful for me when I built my sugar farm crop all over a lake. So my lake was there and I just put down where the sugarcane crop should grow. And I broke down all of that, and then I came to the begin, came to the start of this whole place, and the LAs were just flying around, collecting all of the sugarcane that fell into the water, and sank, and then started floating. So they would run out and just gather that for me. And they are also useful when you go mining. You give them a diamond. You're making sure that every time you get a diamond, they will bring the diamond to you. So you never have a chance where you're like, I... I have too many things in my inventory. And then the LA comes up and the LA's like, yo, yo, take this diamond. So you're just always collecting diamonds at that point. And I love, I love LA's. So Yeah, I haven't with... I haven't used LA's much. Uh so I don't have much experience with LA's. But that does sound pretty dope. Yeah, the selling point for LA's was they dance when you play music around them. They twirl and they dance. When you play music around them, <laughs> you get a jukebox, put a CD in, and you just like you dance, you jam out, and the LAs are dancing around you. Doesn't matter how many LAs. That's another cool bedrock feature is you can um, you can make playlists on bedrock because because there's Hopper interaction with jukeboxes. Ah, uh, I think they implemented that in Java. Oh, uh, did they? But yeah, because of the whole parity thing, they want whatever's on yeah. bedrock to be on. Yeah. Java as well. So the only thing I want... Because that was really cool. So you can put multiple CDs just into a chest and then let them just permanently cycle and always have music playing. Oh, I'm going to do that. I'm building one of those. Just so I can yeah. have a layers dancing the entire time <laughs> in a low yeah. area with bees. So you, just make, you make an LA form that collects the bee, um, the bee drops. Yeah. <laughs> and you just have and music that's all playing. It does. And then you put the, bee, you put the beehives in your crop farms and then you just have music playing so the LA's just dance while they're waiting for the bees to make honey and make uh, honeycomb all you need to do is put a dropper underneath the the honeycomb so instead of having a a minecart to pick it up automatically you just hook it up to a dropper so then the dropper spits it out as soon as it detects something in oh, there. Oh, as soon as as soon as yeah. as soon as your dispenser as soon as your dispenser oh, wait. Uh, things, it'll drop on the floor anyway. And then wait, the LA yeah. picks it up instead of you use the you use a layers as your collection instead of the minecarts. Yeah, no, no, you don't need droppers. I it just dawned yeah. on me. You don't need droppers that's or anything I mean. like that. Or any hoppers. You don't have to pick it up. You just send yeah, it out to your That's LA's. what I mean. And oh. then you also get to watch them dance the whole time. Exactly. <laughs> well, so they, they it, it gives you the feeling of like happy workers, happy bees, you know. <laughs> I, I'm gonna put it a hot take here. What they need yeah. to do is get villagers to dance as well. So you yeah. have this whole farm <laughs> with like music. Or, or they just gonna, they must bob their heads while they work. They must exactly. just bob their heads. They must just move their heads up and down while they're working. If they're yeah. in, in the range of, of a music, like, and to the timing of whatever is playing. So if there's some pig step moving, then they gotta like, you know, <laughs> buy properly. 
like while while they're vibing, they put their arms out, you know, like the piglins dance. So they just have their arms out, and they they oh, that will be amazing. Um, that will be great. <laughs> Microsoft, if you are if you are listening to us, yeah, if you're in, listening, you can have this one for free. <laughs> you can have it for free. Um, we won't charge royalties. We will just enjoy the show yeah. that you're going to put on. Fast. In fact, we might even pay you. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Bill Gates? We're going to give you more money, Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's I want that. I want that. I want everyone to be dancing in my farms. And I I I kinda want that to come forth in, in a new update. Cause Minecraft has been regularly releasing updates. Microsoft has been pushing for a new update every single year. We've had two caves and cliffs updates, we've had an aquatic update, we've had a villager and pillage update, we had a bug update. Um, and all of these updates come year in, year out. So before we get into 1.20, what was your favorite Minecraft update so far? Yeah, so I knew you were going to ask this question, and it's a very difficult question to to answer for me. Um, given our enthusiasm about bees, I, I've, I've, I've kind of wanted to <laughs> pick the bee update, um, but probably the most impactful and useful one was the village and pillage you know adding all the villager features being able to you know have more like usability out of like trades it sort of makes you know the the combo of the iron farm trader hall thing so overpowered it's like as soon as you have that you basically you you, you can stop doing like like 60 percent of the resource gathering because you can now just buy it by you know exploiting the trades of the villagers so i think it's it's a time maybe between that and having bees and they both came out the same year so <laughs> it's you know it is what it is <laughs> well the one was more focused on fixing bugs and that's where the yeah. bee came in the bee yeah, literally yeah. came to fix our bugs and i went yeah. oh it's so cute so yeah for me it has also has to be the villager and pillager update because it brought life to our villagers. Before then, the villagers were just these empty areas with a couple of dudes chilling around. Go, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, oh. And you're then, like, uh, are you guys are so I'm going to steal your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> essentially, you could just get like emeralds from them. You're like, I'm going to get emeralds by trading this or, or that. And then yeah. the villager and pillager update dropped, and they were like, "Give us emeralds, and we'll give you useful things." Like the yeah, clerics exactly. give you redstone, the clerics yeah, give you glass and stuff like that. Yeah, and the um, the farmers give you golden carrots. The librarians give you an range of different books and glass, and you're like, "Well, why not?" And then if you want tools, you can go to Toolsmith or the exactly, um, Armory or all of those things. So essentially, if you have a village, you could skip all of the early game, which I, I would not like to do. I like the early game. I like struggling for a little bit. Yeah, I like the early game grind. I like the, the, the setting up, you know, having to like that feeling of surviving the night, you know, a little, little like uh, off topic, but it's like that feeling of if you play Don't Starve or anything like that, that like... Oh shit, things are coming out to get me. I've got to get like light. I've got to get a little house. I've got to get or a hidey hole or something so that I can just be <laughs> safe from these these things. 
especially if you can't manage to get a bed on the first day, then it's like it really you like it gives you this anxiety sort of almost proper fear because like if you if you mess up and you've like drawn all the mobs to your little hidey hole, then the whole night you got to sit and listen to like. <laughs> no fuck this is terrible (laughs) okay that creeper sound had my heart racing actually (laughs) you went and my heart just went (laughs) i remember i'm gonna give another story out of the times i played minecraft i was playing minecraft with uh, one of my exes i had got her into minecraft and i was so happy and she was building this beautiful house and i was building this beautiful house and we, our house was essentially across the road from each other. And I came out and I went, please come and look at my beautiful house. And she comes out and she sees my house and she goes, oh, it's so beautiful. And turns around and a creep is right there. And it explodes and blows up half of her house. <laughs> and she raged at me for the longest time. And I was like, just put more lights in. She's like, no, I wasn't ready for this. I wasn't ready for half my house to get demolished. But the, the fear is real after that game i have been playing more cautiously trying not to die as much you know unlike mark who tries to die as often as possible and, <laughs> <laughs> and just making sure everything has light everywhere so there was when i bowled now i put a lot of lot of torches down mark can attest to this i yeah. put as many torches as i can possibly put down to make sure mobs don't spawn anyway when i need torches i just go find wherever full was and then i just knock out like every fourth torch and then i've got a stack within like you know a few minutes <laughs> i'm scared of creepers okay creepers blow up stuff okay i can't have them blow up my stuff my stuff is pretty ish <laughs> so yeah now we're going to get to the topic of the day i guess you know 40 minutes in <laughs> nice Minecraft 1.20. We are living in a world where 1.20 has not come out yet. I I don't feel bad. I I'm just very excited to play this version of Minecraft with the archaeology and all the different blocks that are coming to it. Um, and I would of course say, Microsoft, take your time. If you wanted to release everything, what's cool about this update um, is that all the features for 1.20 are actually already playable yeah so so there's at least there's at least that aspect of like you get to experiment with the blocks despite having to wait for the full update still it's not like they're giving you nothing in the meantime you know and i don't i don't want to go back to this but remember caves and cliffs where they went we're gonna release a release a caves and caves and cliffs update and it's going to extend the world vertically, so you'll be able to go into the deep dark and go into a bold higher as well and make all your bolts bigger. But because of the scope of that update, they had to split it up into two different updates. So instead of doing that... I think they've learned from that. Yeah, so instead of doing that, they're like, let us rather delay it and let us rather release something that is that everyone will enjoy. Also, the way they did Caves and Cliffs, like a few of the blunders or, or mistakes they made with their marketing or with their um, community interaction was they were like, this is this idea that we have for the update. Yeah. And then, then the idea 
which they, what they didn't communicate was the idea was like just an abstract sort of concept. Yeah. It wasn't like these are the features we're adding. What they did this time is like here's the feature we want to add. Here's how it's gonna work. Okay, there it's added. Here's the feature we want to add. Here's how it's gonna work. Okay, there it's added. And yeah. that I think is a for because of the way Minecraft is so heavily community driven and so like uh, such a, a, a old community of people it needs that sort of feeling of interaction without that i feel like that's what when you get sort of disappointment like what happened with the caves and cliffs it's like if you think about it caves and cliffs is actually such a massive update there were so many things actually added but because it, it was it was like delivered so piecemeal and like because the wild updates people basically consider caves and cliffs part three because the features that were promised in caves and cliffs were only actually delivered in the wild yeah so so a lot of people see all three of those updates as one update um and i mean and i mean actually based on the concept that that minecraft put out or mojang put out like that is what what everyone had that was the expectation that they created and I yeah. like it better the way they've done it now. It's like mob vote sniffer. Sniffer looks like this. This is what it's going to kind of do. Then like they released a few updates in the meantime while they were working it, you know, like the camels, all of that stuff. And then yeah. they were like, okay, here's the sniffer concept. It looks like this, looks like this, does this. And then everyone was like, yeah, awesome. It does, it does what you said it would do, you know? Cool. Everyone's happy. I mean, there might be some people moaning, but that would be very outlier people, I think, at the moment. I'm, from what I can gather, it seems the majority of the uh, community is extremely positive behind this. It feels like the developers and the the and Mojang in general just listen to to the feedback, and it does feel like it's it's course corrected to a very positive direction now. And also surprises, like I wasn't. I remember when the aquatic update came out, and all of a sudden there was life in the ocean, and I went, "Geez." I did not expect any of this. Whereas um, we expected a couple of other things to come with the update. And then all of a sudden they just spring something new on us. And we think, oh, this adds so much to the world. Like what we're going to talk about, Cherry Blossoms. Cherry Blossoms yeah. was just thrown in the last, within the last two weeks. And yeah. it was something that they did not prepare us for. They were like, we were working on it. And then he came out and immediately everyone went, oh my God, this is amazing. This is something yeah. that I want in my world. I think that is also what, what Caves and Cliffs was missing, was, yeah. was some, like, even if they had just dropped the birch forest on us, even though there was some expectation, if they had just done that birch forest aesthetic, like, um, update, everyone would have been like, Caves and Cliffs was a good update. But, yeah. but because of that one, like, thing, like, and and what I like now is we're getting the new flower, which we thought we would be getting in in caves and cliffs from from the birch update. You yeah. know, we also thought we would get like the tree growing like sort of truffle mushrooms sort of thing. But yeah. okay, maybe that might still come. Who knows? And the fact that we already have the tall birch trees, I don't understand why you can't have like small birch and tall birch in the same area with some like different flowers. Like that's a new biome done. Like yeah. it doesn't feel like it was it was the hardest goal to meet, <laughs> and that's why everyone seemed so disappointed at it. I think. However, that would be a biome that you would set on fire the first chance you get. <laughs> yeah, I don't like birchwood. I'm not a fan. I like it as a. I like the plank as a flooring. Yeah, but that's about it. 
I like to strip, strip virtually wood. What if you're building a big zebra, right? If you're building a big zebra. The strip, the stripped wood looks nice if you're putting it like behind chests or like so that it's only a small amount visible in my opinion. Like <laughs> then, then I'm okay with it. But other than that, I don't know. I usually make a point out of chopping down all the nearest birch forests and turning them into chests so that no one can use them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've noticed. I'm not, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, I want to use... I want to use sprint of um, striped birch logs, and then there's no birch anywhere. <laughs> just oak trees, as far as you can see. You're like, wasn't there a birch forest here? Mark's like, nope, nope, it's gone. <laughs> I took care of it. <laughs> Would you like some chests? <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> but veering a little bit away from that, Minecraft 1.20 is something I'm looking very forward to. They're introducing a number of different blocks and more uses for a block like bamboo. Now, bamboo was ultimately, when it came out, just a, a stick. You, it's a stick that you use to make uh, scaffolding. Scaffolding is amazing, but that was essentially only used for bamboo unless you want to make a... And then feeding pandas. Feeding pandas, yeah. And as furnace, as... To use it in a furnace, it's just, it's so frustrating because a bamboo stick uh, smelts half the item that a normal stick would smelt. Yeah, you need, you need eight, eight bamboo sticks for one item, I think it is. Yeah, and it's just, <laughs> so you have to make this huge bamboo farm and yeah. you're just using all of that to run a furnace. Yeah, on one of, on one of our servers we did that where where you had the skeleton farm and I had the bamboo farm, and then I would have <laughs> all of the bamboo just pour directly into like two furnaces, and the bamboo would still not keep up. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna put sixty four blocks of something in here, and it would just it would struggle. <laughs> yeah, but so um, not the most efficient. But now those big bamboo farms have a use, have more of a use, so to speak. We have the bamboo planks, we have the blocks of bamboo, and the bamboo mosaic, which is yeah. like a chiseled form of the bamboo blocks, and yeah. we can use them in boards. So let's say you go and build in a jungle, and you're like, okay, I want this to fit in with my bamboo jungle that I have over here. So you build a house that's half made of bamboo, and half made of bamboo blocks with the mosaics, just adding some color and some variation to what you are building it's two blocks that are very versatile and you can use them to make a raft you make and a it's raft. also it's also yellow palette oh yeah so, so that's very nice to have a wood that's that's yellow so you know it can contrast some of the darker woods it can contrast some of like the you know you you uh, i don't know i'm not so good with the colors usually but um what's on the other side of the color wheel of, of yellow it's you know your purples your green is it green? green i don't know it's green there and reds and blues i think is on the other side yeah. of yellows so so it's got cool interaction with with other colors and i mean we've already got a few different colors of wood so it's nice to have you know something in between you know the red purples things like that and you know, we have the, the light colors. We already have, uh, 
you know the RNG wood from the from the the RNG wood from the acacia. So it's nice to have something in between that. Yeah, and it just I'm all for adding more color to Minecraft because yeah, exactly. back in the day when you build when you used to build you used to build with oak and birch and yeah, it's like gray and yeah. brown. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like this is what I'm building with now, and then you you try to diversify from that. And then they added spruce trees and they added dark oak trees and yeah. just the different colors all, as you say, interact with each other very well. So you put it down a pallet where you can build a house or a building from all these different colors that just mesh together so well. You know, like, for example, um, a chat, a, a, mm, acacia, acacia wood, <laughs> acacia wood and uh, copper works well together. And then you yeah, put in yeah, some yeah. like red, uh, red sand as well. And then you put in some red concrete and orange concrete and yellow concrete. And now you've got, and now you've got mangrove as well, which also you know, oh, fits that same vibe. Yeah, so you just add that and you, can, you have a color palette where your building doesn't look as bland as it used to be. So whereas yeah. you would usually have a building that's just oak and has different types of oak, now you can put variation in it. And bamboo brings that variation to it with the planks, with the mosaics, um, with the blocks that you can use as well. Your building just, it comes alive with all of these different elements that you put in it. And it gives you the option to, let's say you have a big farm and you're like, ah, I've got all this bamboo. What am I going to do with it? I could build a building that actually looks good to everyone who looks at it. And then you put a raft in front because, you know, rafts are pretty cool. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the rafts look dope. I like the rafts a lot. I, I like them a lot better than the, the boats. Because the boats are... Yeah. Wait a second. Do we have to put a spade in for the raft as well? I don't know. Because in Bedrock, when you board a boat, you have to put a spade in so that your boat has oars. I'm not so, sure. I haven't actually checked this. But you probably do. Oh. A raft spade? Oh, like a bamboo spade? Just put that. No, probably just yeah. a normal wood spade. Probably a normal one. Yeah. So yeah, variation is the name of the game with bamboo. And yeah. then we have the most exciting addition to Minecraft 1.20 that I have ever seen in my entire life. I've ever experienced. And that is cherry blossom trees. Oh my gosh. These are pink trees. Pink trees with pink leaves. It's got pink wood. And pink follicles. Pink follicles. It's just everything is all pink. You got you can add pink to your boards. You take the pink, yeah. you have like spruce, of course. You lay it up with spruce. You have a nice little contrast between the two different colors. Uh you don't have to go somewhere to find uh pink terracotta, which is always a, a it's hard to look for when you find a terracotta place. It's never yeah. easy to find. Yeah, and the leaves, pink leaves, it adds yeah. a variation I was talking about earlier with, yeah. with like a hedge. You like you have the flowers and you have the pink leaves and. I'm, I'm just hoping that the bees interact with the cherry blossoms, because oh. it would make me so 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 happy to be able to have pink particles inside of my bee farms. <laughs> oh. And then you put the spore blossom in there as well. And there's yep. just particles everywhere, and you have the yeah. bees floating through, and you just have and then you have the LA's dancing. Oh, <laughs> and and uh, 
Microsoft, uh, Bill Gates, and the villagers dancing. So we just have this beautiful pink, yellowish, because, you know, there's there's got to be some yellow in there as well. And these animals dancing all about it. Oh, man, I would be so happy. <laughs> Well, I'm already happy with... I think we're going to have a disco party on our server. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the pink, the pink leaves, amazing. Uh, it's going to add so much more to what we are building. So, let's say you want to build something, and leaves already bring variation. I just want to add as well, like, the, the actual wood, the, the unplanked, you know, unstripped, the, the raw cherry blossom wood, also just looks fucking beautiful. It's like that dark, dark color. It looks, it's so deep. It's so, um, I don't know, it's just, it, 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 it suits the, the, the tree so well. Like, the, the dark contrast to the, the pink uh, top leaves, it just looks yeah. so nice. Yeah, and... I'm just thinking about how I'm going to use it and how I'm going to build with it. I'm just, oh, I'm going to have so much fun. I think it's going to interact very nicely with the netherwoods as well. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the uh, crimson, crimson and the... Um, warped. The warped, warped one. Yeah. 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 Oh. oh, that's one thing I liked about the warped tree or the warped wood. If you have it on, um, if you put on RTX, the colors of the warped tree and the crimson, crimson tree would move so yeah, the veins would, would go up the veins would pulsate and would have yeah. you would see the colors move up and down it's just that was amazing the cherry log would not have that but it is beautiful it looks beautiful it just looks like yeah. something that that i can use and we got doors and buttons and fences and fence gates yeah i'm very excited man all of that i i'm just looking forward to all of that and I suppose, I suppose we should also talk about hanging signs then in the same conversation of wood. Oh. Because all of the wood pallets now have hanging signs as well. Ah, oh, yes. And hanging signs is beforehand, Minecraft just had signs that you could plop like yeah. on the ground. So it'd be a stick against with a little sign on it or against the wall. But this this makes this makes it possible to have like the effect of like you know when you have like an old timey town that has like um you know in front of the smith they've got you know a picture of a little anvil or something like this gives us the possibility to sort of write you know the smithery or the the the, the blacksmith shop or whatever and you could like have little signs in the streets and you could make little like towns and stuff. So I yep. feel like it adds it adds so much for the decorative side of of Minecraft, and that that's what I want to like work on decorating everything beautifully. So you put the the hanging signs, and the hanging signs depend on what you are hanging it from. If you're hanging from a plank, or if you put it vertically to a pl or horizontally on a plank, then it gets this little bar on top that it hangs off of. If you hang it on a a full block underneath it. Then it hangs from the sign. It's also, you can hang it in different um, orientations. So you're like 90 degrees this way. I'm going to put the sign or the, the hanging sign down. So you can essentially have this interact with your bolts and bring it, just bring it to life. Just love bringing bolts to life. And you have so many options now. Oh, and have them be the same color as your, the wood you're using the bolt. Ah, oh, beautiful. Just beautiful. <laughs> and also we're gonna have cherry saplings which you grow the cherry trees from 
and I hope they aren't as expansive as the mangrove saplings. Because you put that down, it's just like a whole bunch of vines everywhere. <laughs> yeah, the only thing with the the only problem with the cherry wood is that it does uh, two lateral branches. Um, so it it needs. I think it's going to need a wider planting space than yeah. other trees, and I don't think it will have a a uh, a two by two variant. That's okay. So it'll be like it'll be like like the acacia trees. You know, at least at least the leaves, uh, the whole flower looks beautiful. The whole tree yeah. when it grows. I love the trees. Beautiful. I really yeah. love them. Like I will use them as decorational trees for sure. Like yeah. there's there's no doubt. Like between that and the acacia tree, um, uh, between that and the azalea tree, like the the two look great. So I'm happy for for using them as decorative trees. You know, trees for the bees. Yeah, we usually. When you wanted to build a good tree, you would have to build it yourself. So you build up the logs, yeah. you put on the, the leaves and whatnot. With the acacia tree, not acacia, um, azalea, azalea trees, and the uh, cherry trees, you just grow them. And they just look automatically just beautiful. They have their branches coming out. The, the trees just look like, like you can just use it. You don't have to do anything to it. That's what they are. And I love it. I love it so much. Uh, and you put the hanging signs uh, wherever you want to put the hanging signs. But yeah, cherry blossoms. We really like cherry blossoms. <laughs> and with the cherry blossoms, we will have the new biome, the cherry blossom biome that has pink petal flowers. Which yeah, that looks cool as well. Flowers as well. Oh, yeah, that looks just... very cool. Like that's something that they could have done in the birch biome, you know? They could have, yeah. Like, you see how easy it is? <laughs> well, they built, they built an entirely new biome. <laughs> they didn't change the biome. What's a, color, what's a color that we're missing in the flowers, you know, that's, like, kind of hard to get, you know, like cyan or something like that. Like, yeah. give, or, or magenta or something. Like, give us one extra magenta flower in the, in the birch forest. Or give us one extra cyan flower in the birch forest. So I don't have to go and, like, melt down 400 cactuses. Just yeah. so that I can have some magenta dye. <laughs> and the blue flowers. Like, like some, some cyan dye. Yeah, for, for blue flowers, um, in Java, we can't bone meal a single flower and then get more flowers from it. So in order to get blue flowers, you have to go to an area that blue flowers grow, build a, yeah. a flower farm, and yeah. essentially have this farm produce you blue flowers. And I would much rather have um, a cyan flower a flower that you can just get cyan from yeah because i love that color even a green flower even just a green flower so we don't have to fuck <laughs> with cactuses <laughs> well i mean cactuses are very useful uh, with the camels yeah, they are. coming in with the camels yeah, coming true. in we can breed them with cactuses but you know realistically we only going to need like you know four cactus flowers yeah. so we can have enough cactuses we don't need like hundreds of them because we want to bolt something out of cyan so we're like ah oh, okay cool i need like a hundred cactuses yeah. and exactly. a billion blue flowers in order to do that so exactly give give us cyan i want i want more color in minecraft but and i feel like a, a cyan a cyan petaled flower would look fine in the bridge in the bush fire yeah it would actually like make it make it a bush with like four cyan dots on it yeah 
and you know, a too it... high bush that's a too high bush that's got four cyan dots on it. That I'm high with that. I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> two high bushes are I advocate for it because it's easier to get more flowers out of the two high bushes. You're like, yeah. okay, I'm just gonna bone meal it, and you can bone meal it in Java as well. <sighs> that's something that should bring to to Java. Yeah, that that's a that's a definite one. Yeah. So. All right. What's next? Camels. Well, I was gonna say camels because we were talking about. Yeah, we did just mention camels. Yeah. So camels are a new mob that was introduced. It's like a horse, but just bigger because it's got a hump. And you sit yeah. on the camel, and you essentially just just a little bit taller than all of the mobs in Minecraft. So you can sit on your yeah. camel and have nothing ever attack you. And the camels also jump. They jump more effectively or vert horizontally. Better than any other mob that's there. So if you try yeah, to... Yeah, they got their dash. Camel, they got their little dash thing, yeah. Yeah, so camels, it's another mob that you're going to be riding. And I would, I would love it more if Elytris didn't exist. Because <laughs> that's my issue with all of these rideable mobs. Horses are amazing in the early game. But as soon as you have Elytra, you're like, I'm just going to fly there. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to fly that. Yeah, it depends how you're playing the game. Like, if you're rushing to the end from the beginning of the game, then yeah, okay, yeah. cool, camels have less use. But if you're playing the game, you know, like, missioning around village to village, trading and doing cool things, then, like, it's nice. You find a camel. Also, if you're part of, like, if you want to do, like, the collecting thing or build a zoo or build, like, a nature reserve or whatever the people build these days in Minecraft, <laughs> like, then it's cool as well to collect things. Like, one of the funnest things I did was when I, uh, on one of our other servers where I built the, um, the little panda pin, and then I, I made it my mission to, like, every day just run past there with my extra bamboo and then just try and breed myself, you know, a brown panda or breed myself one of the other pandas, you know. So I was having, it's something to do in the game. And it's the same with the camels. Like, you know, you can, it, it's not easy to find two camels because you only get one per desert well that you find. So, yeah. so you have to collect two. And if you're multiple people on the server, you know, then, you know, if you're doing like an economy on the server, then that's a valuable thing if people want camels, you know? Yeah, it's like, oh, you have a camel. Okay, cool. Give me 700 diamonds. I will give you this camel. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think the camel's that valuable, but <laughs> depends on who you ask. Okay. Yeah, I suppose I, so. I remember I was at a, on a server and I went to go and give someone redstone help, and he was struggling, and he's like, "Can you come help me out with redstone?" So I went to go and help him out with redstone, and he was like, "Just two stacks of diamonds," and I went, "Why?" And he's like, "I, I your help was very valuable. My farms work now." So you find the right person, you are able to trade with them and sell them that camel for seven hundred. Just like the real world. Just like the real world. Things are only worth what people are willing to pay for them. Exactly. And you will pay seven hundred diamonds for my camel. Yeah, I like the camels. I think the camels are cool. I like yeah. the fact that they can do their little dash jump. I like the fact that they're higher than the other mobs. So it's cool for like if you if you not if you know if you fly, you sort of fly too fast to explore and yeah. look for specific things. So if you're looking for something specific, like say you're hunting a type of uh, clay or terracotta or whatever, then yeah. then the camel might be more useful. And, you know, it's native to that biome. So, you know, you, you're more likely to find a camel when you're looking for that kind of thing as well. So I've got no hate for the camel. I think it's a cool, a cool mob. 
the best thing about the camel is two people can ride on the camel. So you yeah. are you are busy um, driving us around on the camel. Oh, wait, is it drive when you have a camel? Or is it ride? I think it's ride. I think okay, it's ride. So you, you ride a camel. You, you're riding the camel, and then I'm sitting on the back, just like shooting off mobs, keeping you safe from all the mobs that are around you. And I'm also yeah. able to look around better because I'm not driving. I'm not moving the thing forward. So camels yeah. would be amazing. They are amazing. Um, I just want to sell them for 700 diamonds. It's like a land boat. <laughs> a land boat. You know what would make the camels even better? If they dance <laughs> when you put on music. <laughs> so you just have a camel dancing. Uh, I'm sensing a theme, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what kind of theme? I couldn't possibly uh, pick up on the theme on this side. No, no, no. I don't hear anything. But yeah, I want camels to dance as well. Tell me something. Are we gonna are we gonna talk about the chiseled bookshelf next? Because if you tell me that you want them to dance, I'm gonna be a little bit annoyed. Okay, so we're not talking about Google Bookstore <laughs> next. <laughs> instead, instead, we're going to talk about suspicious sand, which is sand that is very suspicious. You find them in the desert biome around wells, and they are very suspicious. Yeah, they disappear when you, when you break them. That, that's the sand. It looks different. They, if you try and mine them, they disappear. So those... That's sad. But, but if you use a brush? Ooh. If you use a brush, then you could get some pottery shards from it, right? Yep. That's, that, that's what they're saying. Yeah. Pottery shards. And that links into all of the archaeology that we thought Minecraft was just, or Microsoft was just going to forget about. So yeah. essentially, you, you get a couple of shards. You put the shards together. You make a decorated pot out of that. There are different variants of the pots that you can make. And like everything else, it brings more life to the world. So you have, if you want to be an archaeologist in Minecraft and you just want to spend your time digging up fossils and looking at suspicious sand, you can do that. <laughs> and I would like that to tie in with fossils that they have in the game. Have you ever found a fossil in Minecraft? No. Yeah, they are fossils underneath deserts and underneath areas. Uh, you're talking like... about when there's when there's bones sticking out of the the ground in certain biomes, or are you talking yeah. about like an actual no, no, no. item? Not in the ground, underneath the ground. Like these fossils would be underneath the ground, just like dinosaur fossils. So you would go down into like a cave, and you'd see this huge like um, structure. Or this huge animal made out of bone blocks and diamonds. So you have this fossil in the ground. And that's something that Minecraft hasn't... They introduced it to the game, but they never quite fleshed it out. Because you have to look... Well, I've, never, oh, I've never seen that. You know, I've yeah. seen like every now and then like a couple of bones in the desert, but that's about it. Yeah, so in order to get to that, like, they should link the suspicious uh, sand in with it. So where you find suspicious sand, you could just dig down like 40 blocks and you might find a fossil. But that's just, some, that's just what I want. And that's necessarily not what Minecraft or what Microsoft wants to implement. Or Mojang, sorry. Mojang yeah. wants to implement. I like, I like that the brush 
uh, gives extra use to copper and extra use to feathers. Because I always end up with like a thousand feathers that I have nothing to do with. Or like, because you already get arrows usually from killing skeletons, so almost always have too many arrows. So you're not going to use the feathers to make um, arrows. So it's nice to have at least a use for for some of those feathers. (laughs) <laughs> but but what if you're using a mending bow <laughs> you have a mending bow you're like i need all the arrows i could possibly get i don't i can't i don't i can't think of very many reasons to have a mending bow yeah i have an infinity bow always i just yep. there's no point to having more than one spot taken up by arrows so yep. yeah we have the pots the pots are going to bring something new to the to the world and it gives as you say another use for copper and I don't quite understand how you are not using copper that much. Copper is a finite resource. You, you can't just magically make copper come out of nowhere unless you build this huge drown farm. And that's no, no, I'm, take, using, I'm yeah. using copper. I just mean like copper, besides for being a block and a lightning rod and I think a trip hook, I don't think you oh, yeah. use copper for anything else. Yeah, but it's a beautiful block. It's... No, it is. It's an awesome block. I, I I use it in my factories. I told you, like it's it's okay. my when I'm making like a factory bowl, then like having you know copper trimmings everywhere, everywhere or a copper floor looks really cool. So, yep. Well, I I like copper. Copper is beautiful, very beautiful. Yep. Um. So now we are going to talk about the chiseled bookshelves. Yay! Because uh, this is one of the features <laughs> I'm extremely excited for. <laughs> Before this. We just had normal bookshelves. Every bookshelf yeah, always, would look the same. I would always download the um, Bedrock Tweaks uh, variated bookshelves mod so that at least when I put down bookshelves, they don't all look exactly the same. Because I, I, it, it bothers me. It's like no bookshelf ever is just going to have like, I'm going to put the same four books in the same place on every bookshelf that I own. Yeah. It Whereas just doesn't make sense. The chiseled bookshelves are empty bookshelves that you can put books into and each book you put into makes the shelf or makes the bookshelf look different and And you can put it in specific slots exactly what i love about that is it's going to change my library libraries are usually just places where you have many books and then you have a chest and your chest is filled with all the books you want but now you can have an actual big library with like a sign that says mending section, you know, exactly. power section, whatever. Yeah. That's oh. what I like about it. It's like I can like put all the, the enchanted books that I want there. I can actually write books down and then put them on a shelf and then people can take the book out, open it and be like, oh, yeah, cool. That's what it is. That's yeah. where the, these things are. You can put down instructions for people in a bookshelf now. Like yeah. you can create lore for your, your world in an actual bookshelf now. It's really cool. You can um, build I'm really stoked about it. A proper library. You can build an actual library. Not you can have... build an actual secret door now as well. Oh, yeah. Because it has uh, redstone applications as well. The more books you put in, into it, whatever slots you interact with, interacts uh, with redstone in a different way. So let's say you have a secret door, as you said. You're like, okay, I'm going to take this book and put it in the fifth slot and the first slot and then that opens up a door for you or that activates something for you and i would really like that because 
I like redstone, like having things interact differently with each other. And the way they look as well. Oh, so good. So beautiful. They're really pulling out all the stops with this update. <laughs> with the beautiful blocks that they are introducing. I agree completely, <laughs> dude. Um, before, before the cherry blossom and all of those things that I'm so hyped about came out, like the chiseled bookshelf what would have been enough for me like that would have if they had been like right that's the last feature we're adding let's launch i would have been like yep let's go i'm happy i'm <laughs> i'm stoked because it it made me feel so like oh it just looks it it's such a cool interaction and then something that i've wanted for so long is to have bookshelves that actually work or that are customizable in some degree so awesome well, really for good me, addition i didn't know i wanted it until i saw it you know, I saw it and I went, ah, oh, how did I not know that I wanted this so badly? <laughs> so I didn't know how much I wanted it until they showed it. If you think about like the stronghold, the, the stronghold library, right? Um, if you, if you go there, like, I mean, this is quite a stretch, but how cool would it have been? Like if they have, you know, like the one or two enchanted books are in the shelves and then yeah. they've got only chiseled bookshelves, right? In the, in the, in the stronghold uh, library. And then you've got to go and take out the books off the shelves one by one. And then it's like normal book, normal book, normal book, normal book, normal book. Ah, there's an enchanted book. You know, like it it gives a bit more of a feel like, oh, it's actually been used and someone's actually cleared out a few of the books, but they left like one of the enchanted books behind. You know, it gives that feeling of lore and depth um, to the world. What if, I'm going to bold on that idea. You go to uh, a stronghold or um one of those what what are those those the brown ones called uh yeah those big, the mansion no no the mansions oh the, the mansion wood, oh the wooden mansion, wooden mansion. Yeah. so you go to one of these places you pull out one of the books and a trap activates so you pull oh, out yeah. a book and then the ground just disappears from underneath you and there's a bunch of mobs just standing there waiting to ruin your entire life so having things set up with traps like that as well, it also brings more. Um, it it brings more lore to the world. So you know, it's yeah, a exactly. stronghold. It's a place that is protected, and it's being protected by these different types of traps that you have. Yeah, um, and the applications, it's it's uh, it it's staggering actually. <laughs> so many that's applications really cool. that you can use it for, and that's just one block that they brought to it. With everything else they added, it's as you said, that one block would have been enough to facilitate a whole update. Think yeah. about the village and pillage. All they did was change the villages and add pillages. That yeah. that's ultimately all they did for that update. And people still I hail it as one of the best yeah. updates. I did as well. So far. And even though there's been different updates, that is one that always comes in my mind when I think about great updates that Minecraft has revealed. And here they have chiseled bookcases, pots, archaeology, cherry blossoms. Uh, We have brushes, we have camels, and a dinosaur. A dinosaur! (laughs) We've spoken so long, we haven't even spoken about the the Snuffler yet, have we? Yeah, the Snuffler is a dinosaur that sniffs up different, um, a different plant. I think it's called the torch flower, right? Yeah, the torch flower. Yeah, so you have a dinosaur in the game, and this thing looks huge. 
<laughs> you got like this huge dinosaur just running around, sniffing. Yeah, I mean, even the, the small one looks. Even the baby version looks massive. <laughs> and that that is something that we didn't expect to come to Minecraft. Did we vote for that? No one voted for that, right? I voted for that. Oh, I voted for the LA because you know they they're so cute. No, but the, the, that was the previous. That was the previous one. That was the glare, the LA, and the tough and the, the tough golem, I think. No, the tough golem was a new one. Okay, okay, here we go. This year's was the rascal, the tough golem, and the sniffer. Uh, those were the three things that were voted for. Okay, cool. Um, and the year before it was the glare, the allay, and the copper golem. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I knew I had glare and allay right. Yeah, the tough because I remember when it came out, we went, ah, this this one's good, that one's good, that one's good. Sniffler was actually the only viable choice yeah for me it was for me i knew i wanted to vote for it simply because it gave an extra item yeah so it adds something new to the game it's not something just moving around every once in a while a statue that moves around no you it actually brings in something new and yeah they the turnaround time for that was really quick yeah (laughs) that's what i'm saying it's like they were like hey mob vote oh okay cool it's in the game now (laughs) yeah and I was like, ah, Sniffler, go and find me some seeds. So, yeah, you breed them with torch flowers that they find for you. And it's another flower that you bring to the game. Something to add more color. I think it gives orange dye. Yeah. And it also makes uh, some kind of stew as well. Yeah, apparently it has interaction, it has interaction with, the, with the moose, yeah. yeah. With the mushrooms. Yeah, for me, I'm just happy that another flower is added to the game. Yeah, me too. Because when you build something and you build like a flower garden, essentially you're just going to have the same type of flowers like sunflower and then you're going to have that magenta flower and then that, that lily flower and the other flower. So now you can expand a little bit more with it. You know, and have them... I would like them to drop from, uh, from iron golems as well. Because uh, we have too much red. No, the torch flower. I I just want something else to drop from. The whole point of the torch flower is its is its rarity. Okay. But yeah, like the the poppies, the poppies dropping from the iron iron golems. I don't mind at all because I just straight compost them immediately. I filter Ah. them out, compost them immediately, and use them to make bone uh, to to bone meal my uh, what's it sugar canes. All right, this is another hot take. On on iron golems, right? So, iron golems drop poppies, and when they interact with little children in the game, they give them poppies as well. What yeah. if you plant different flowers around your your village, and the iron golem could pick up one of those flowers and then give it to a child? Just have that little interaction, but that's that's something that's never going to be added to. The I don't game. know. Don't don't the puppies yeah. grow on the on the iron golem? Isn't that the whole lore? Is that True. he's picking a puppy from himself and then giving it to a child? Mm. Yeah, it's a cute interaction. Uh, what if we could make iron golems with different flowers? <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Like maybe a different flower per different biome that the iron golem spawns in. So like exactly. the snow island snow iron golems have. You know, white tulips. The um, uh, acacia village, you know, has like daisies. The, yeah. you know, uh, tiger biomes have something else. You know, like 
That could but, be a possibility. But that, I feel is that that's such an unnecessary addition, in my opinion. Yeah. Because I'm I'm just gonna compost them anyway. You're just gonna kill <laughs> them anyway. <laughs> so yeah, they they're not gonna add that. Uh, you don't have to follow what we are saying here, Mojang. It's okay if you don't add that. But, however, they are adding other things. Like they are adding the different mob heads. So they're adding the what the it pig, called the piglin piglin mob head. And yeah. for me, as someone who plays on Java, who always has the more mob heads um, data pack on, that hasn't impacted me so much. But they took the mob heads, and if you put it on a note block, and you hit the note block, the note block makes the sound of that mob. Yeah, I saw that. That's very cool. Yeah. So you put like a, a creeper head on, hit the note block, and scare everyone around you. <laughs> or you can hide. You can hide a note block and a little redstone machine under someone's base with a shulk sense, a skulk sensor, so that it activates wirelessly, and oh. people will have the every time they walk into the base, they'll hear. Tss. <laughs> oh it's so much trolling so much trolling is gonna happen from this <laughs> but i love how that how the mob heads interact with the note block yeah it's nice to have more interactions with any item and the mob heads now being not purely decorative um it, it is kind of cool another surprise they just dropped on us at the oh, last exactly. moment they went hey we're just gonna add this as well so it you can do this. And with a, a, a player head, you can record something on, with a data pack and have the player head play that when you put it on a, a note block. Which is that's amazing. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's very cool. And with that also came functionality for the smithing table. The smithing table was essentially just a table that you used to upgrade your items from diamond to netherite. And now they're changing all of that. So in order yeah. to upgrade to netherite, you have to get a specific uh, like cost so that you can upgrade your items to netherite. And those costs only has like one use to it. So you use it yeah. and you choose, okay, I'm, I have to go to a, a bastion. I have to find one of these costs. I have to come back. Then I have one item. So it's kind of making netherite. There's still tweaking some features around the how this is going to work in the final update um in the latest version of this you now find two uh templates or patterns or armor whatever they are at a time but yeah. they're still going to cost you i think it's uh five or six diamonds to yeah. to um increase it or to make a second one so yeah. that's very expensive um it makes netherite armor extremely expensive now because it's almost it's the cost of the item to make the diamond item and then it's another basically cost of the item in diamonds to make it netherite so that's a bit a bit a bit rough at the moment um but it does encourage more exploration you know to go find them yeah and it's also making diamonds back to being our most valuable resource in minecraft that's true uh, before mine before um, netherite came out everyone diamonds was like the top tier tool that you'd get and if you see someone running around with diamond now you're like huh why don't you have netherite <laughs> can't you go and find netherite for any of this no now 
Diamonds have taken this part again as the most valuable material in Minecraft like it generally was before Netherite came along. And Netherite, it's, it's hard to get Netherite and you have to choose specifically then, okay, I want a Netherite pickaxe. So you're going to have to grind for that Netherite pickaxe. But in order to duplicate that, you're going to have to grind for some more diamonds. And that's what the game was about back in the day. Minecraft. Mine stands for mining. So you go and mine some diamonds. <laughs> yeah, and then you craft. And then you craft. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the name. And, they and also then you have... start again. <laughs> and you also have... Oh, and if you lose a netherite pickaxe or netherite armor, it's so much more devastating now. <laughs> because that's true. You, you lose something and you think, oh, I'm never getting that back. I'm going to have to grind now for like four real hours to get some more, uh, more netherite for myself. But with that, yeah. also comes the trim. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, the armor trim looks really cool. Yeah. I like that it doesn't add any, uh, that it's only a cosmetic thing. Yeah. Um, because if you were adding like, you know, extra armor by using diamond or netherite or something like that, that would be a little bit annoying. I like yeah. that it's literally just an aesthetic thing. It's like, because then you can put like blue trim on your netherite or red trim on yeah. your netherite or whatever. So I like that idea. And then it also elevates like the, how your netherite armor looks. You work hard yeah. for it. So if you're going to work so hard to get this armor, why not customize yeah. it? Now you can make it look pimping, yeah. Exactly. I like blue, so I would have blue on my stuff. But yeah, that's that's diamonds. I'm gonna have to. I'll probably go. I'll diamond. probably go for gold or red. Yeah, uh, you see. But I'm always. I've always got so little redstone, so it's it's gonna make me have to mine even more for redstone or find a witch farm. Well, that's gonna be a thing in itself because you're gonna have to clear out the perimeter for the witch farm, and yeah, I'll help you with that. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be uh oh it could be so tough but yeah witch yeah. farms aside um we have these netherite trims that will add more to your armor and add more to how your game looks aesthetically and one thing that's always coming back to me uh when i when we while we're talking about 1.20 is it's quite an aesthetic update they like you want yeah. they want everything to look beautiful. It's very visually focused, yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that because I myself want to bold more and having more options to bold with just it makes my job a little bit easier. And I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Is there anything else about the um update that that you want to bring to light? Um no, I think we Okay, well well there there's also a, like a lot of bug fixes. So um, I think I mentioned to you uh, before the stream about how they fixed the nether portal spawning. So mobs don't spawn in nether portals anymore. So yeah. that changes a lot of like how farms and things work. Uh, I don't know what else have I got on my list here. Um, no, that's I think that's I think everything that I know of. Well, there is the inventory shuffle. Like the creative inventory looks different now as well. And they have oh, yeah. divided it up, but I don't. Play uh, and 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 spectator mode, spectator oh. mode came with this update. You guys have spectator mode, yay! Oh, we've we've had it for a while. 
<laughs> a long time. Yeah, I know. But you guys have flowers that you can reproduce with just bone meal. I think it's an even trade. We need flowers in Java. <laughs> so yeah, that's the 1.20 update. So when it comes to updates of Minecraft, what were you most excited to see come to the game? Um, okay, well, this this specific uh, update ex- uh, excluded. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, things that I was, like, really keen on seeing. Uh, I wasn't that into the game when the Village and Pillage came out, so I sort of more got that, like, sort of as it happened, more than being anticipating it. Um, the bees, it was kind of the same as well. I wasn't really anticipating the addition of the bees. That was just sort of a cool addition. So, I guess it would probably have been the nether update. Uh, because I was excited for, for like, a lot of the features in there, like the new, um, nether woods. Similar to how I feel now about the cherry blossom and bamboo. I was, like, really excited for, for that. Um, so I think that's what I'll have to have to pick. Um, if we can include this current update, then I think it's pretty obvious I'm excited for the cherry blossoms. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably my favorite feature coming. That and the chiseled bookshelf. Like, I'm really keen on that. <laughs> that's going to be all well. we're going to get. <laughs> New update drops. We're like, we need cherry blossoms and chiseled bookshelves. That's all we need. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I was very excited to have the LA come to the, the game. And I was very happy that it worked exactly how they said it was going to work. Um, with the other, on the other specter, uh, spectrum, we have items that, or creatures or something that came to the game that you were excited for half, but immediately disappointed by it. And for me, it was the glow squid. The glow squid, I voted for it. So I was like, ooh, we could get the glow squid, and the glow squid would, uh, would change a couple of things. But ultimately, I don't know what I expected from it, but I just, I expected more from it. Was there any update that came in that you expected more from? Yeah, I think I'd be the same. I'd have to say the same thing. Like... I wasn't playing Minecraft like as heavily during the, the, the aquatic updates and all of that stuff, but I also felt like yeah, the glow squid would be, you know, it would be something cool. Like uh, maybe a, a light source that you could use, something like that. Not just, just like, oh, it outlines signs. Yeah, now my signs glow. That, they don't even glow, though. It's just an outline. <laughs> yeah you know I, it just puts a white outline 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 around your text and i'm like yeah. oh but oh and and the thing is you can't find them everywhere so you you're gonna have to mission to go and get glow squid because glow squid only spawns underneath um there has to be a ceiling above it for it to spawn so yeah. and if you Under have a yeah, if you have a bunch of glow squid ink, you you can make like four signs look pretty, and then you're like, now what do I do with the rest of this? You know, there's no functionality to its drops either. But that yeah. was that was something that was disappointing, and I live with it. 
I just don't go hunting for glow squids unless I need to make a sign that is written in black on dark oak on a dark oak sign. Uh, I haven't actually like look out. <laughs> it's like the only use. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's any real features that annoy me uh, that that make me annoyed or that I don't like or whatever. Yeah. I think most of the most of the, I like the game as it is. I feel like they've done yeah. a really good job with like a lot of the things. Um I think I I have to say like the warden is a little bit like meh kind of to me. Like yeah, yeah it's terrifying. It comes out of the ground and whatever. But I feel like it's a bit slow. Yeah. Um, but then again, so so it's not like like it doesn't strike fear like because the weather can fly and charge and that kind of thing, right? The weather is still like terrifying. Like the whole time before you click that last fucking weather skull, you're sitting there like, <laughs> oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Do I have enough? Am I prepared? Is he gonna blow up my shulker with all my stuff? Like, is everything where it needs to be? You know, like, you really are stressing. With the warden, you know, I don't feel that same anxiety. But you are dealing with bedrock weather. Bedrock weather yeah. is an entirely different beast. I, I killed him, like, four times in my entire life. Bedrock weather. And it every experience has just been harrowing. Because... You pump all of the, the potions that you can make. You arrive with, like, four shulker boxes just for preparation. And then, like, another shulker box just for your tools that you will need to replace. And then yeah. when, you, when you launch the weather of the first attack, you just... You, you shit your pants. You shit your pants, and you keep shitting yep. it until the weather dies. And then you're like, all right, I have one nether star. I would like another one. And then you just proceed to, like, shit your pants for another fight. And it never gets easier. Whereas yep. with, in Java, the weather has less health. And also it doesn't spawn um, wither skeletons. And it, that dash attack is not as devastating as it is in, in Bedrock. The weather in Java is a much easier boss to take on. And when you look at it from that perspective, the Warden was ultimately just a little bit just a little bit more terrifying than the weather was in uh java edition but i guess i'm going to be playing bedrock a lot more with you and i'm going to have to face this weather again i hate it i hate fighting but it's okay weather. this time this time this time despite having played together on two previous servers <laughs> this time we will actually fight the weather together <laughs> <laughs> yes because ultimately, Minecraft is the most popular game in the world, and it's that pop it's that popular for a reason. And the reason is that they keep updating it, um, they keep giving you new resources to work with, and everything is up to you. Your creativity can go crazy if you decide you want to build a, a machine that uh, spits out different colored blocks into the sky you can do that if you decide you want to make a place look like a plastic area with concrete blocks you can do that you say if you want to build a tree and have the tree look like it looks like a snail and have that be your base you can do that in minecraft you can do all of that and you can do it with friends 
Because Minecraft is ultimately just a game that is so much better with friends. If it wasn't for any of my friends playing Minecraft, I would have not played Minecraft for as long as I, I have. It's just the thrill of getting on a server, playing with your buddy, and your buddy's trying to murder you with a um, an arrow, or a bow and arrow, and he's not that good at the game, so you murder him, and then he gets angry at you, and then he murders you, and then it just, it it's a whole cycle, and while you are doing this, you both are trying to build something new. It's the interactions you have with your friends, the interactions you have with the community that you build around Minecraft just makes it so much better. And that's ultimately what we are going to do as well. Uh, why why do you love Minecraft so much, Mr. Mr. Mark? Um, yeah, mostly this, the same reasons. I just want to quickly add first before I answer that is like, what I also think makes the, the game such a popular game um, oh, yeah. is firstly the community so the fact that like there's this big modding community there's this big like uh, community-based content uh packs you know maps buildings um like all sorts of things you can download there's like skin packs there's all sorts of these these things that are all like coming directly from the community it's not coming from you know uh a, a entity or a business or a shop or whatever like some of it is obviously like some of it is yeah. you know made by by microsoft and made by some some businesses and things like that but ultimately it's all sort of community driven and the fact that the company does listen to the community and does interact with the community and keeps the community in the loop that's i think one of the big driving factors for the game being so big and so popular um and just you know so widely accepted or so widely uh you know enjoyed um so yeah that that's that's what i wanted to to add there and then what i like most about the game yeah it's the same as you dude like um being able to play with like my friends who are all over the world using different uh consoles different platforms different whatever so it's nice to have like this one thing that pulls everyone together and then secondly it's it's just it's infinite lego blocks that i get to play with <laughs> i get to experiment with like i love that aspect i love being able to like figure out like oh cool there's a way to do this there's a way to do this oh okay missioning around i've got bamboo falling through the sky because of my bamboo farm i've got sugarcane on the other side falling i've got all my crops automatically sorting themselves and cooking my potatoes are cooking themselves and all the overflow of the Ooh. potatoes are going to the compost and you know, like it keeps the cycle, like the cycle just keeps turning. It's just, it's nice to make, it's satisfying to see like all those things finally done. And yeah, I mean, I'm pretty excited to, for this uh, updated drop because um, I think we're going to be starting a new world on 1.20. Uh, yep. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to at the moment is as soon as this update the drops that we could start jamming some Minecraft together. Yeah, we're going to start a, a new realms on 1.20 as soon as it drops. Uh, we're going to be playing together. Uh, in the description, you will see my stream handle. Click on that. We'll be streaming every week. And each week, we will be building something together. Um, and during the week, we'll also be streaming sporadically. Anything else that spans from that, we will let you know. And we will make sure that you have access to it and you're able to watch it if you enjoy watching the two of us interact uh, together. So I'm looking very forward to it. Um, I can't wait 
actually. I have ideas. I have things that I want to bold that might just make your eyes pop right out of your head. Because it's going to make my eyes pop out of my head while I bold it. <laughs> and I am very excited for it. Yeah. So if our enthusiasm for, for Minecraft uh, has gotten you curious or enthusiastic for Minecraft, then yeah, you should probably give it a try. It's a fun game. And if your name yeah. is Lawrence and you're listening to this uh, podcast, then you should definitely try Mar- try Minecraft and stop being such a hater, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's one thing I don't understand. How can you hate on Minecraft? It it is it is a game for all ages. So ultimately, if you're a child and you play Minecraft, you're like, "Ho ho, I'm gonna build a house," right? Then you get older and you're like, "Ho ho, I'm gonna build a house that moves," and then like. You get older and you're like, ho ho, I'm going to build a house that moves and changes itself. So the more you learn in Minecraft, the more you can do in Minecraft. And what I love so much about the game is that you do, even if you don't have that depth of knowledge to Minecraft, you can still have fun with it. You can still enjoy your time playing Minecraft, even if all you're doing is building like mini dirt houses into your place. You can make a beautiful dirt house. But when you learn more, that just adds to your enjoyment of the game. And the, I haven't had that with many other games like Minecraft. Uh, and I just, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, it's a great game. <laughs> it's a great game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to, want to plug today? Nah, that's it. I think that's me. Fantastic. Uh, thank you very much for listening to our third episode of Pending Moderation. Uh, this week, as you know, we discuss Minecraft. We'll be back next week again with another great episode. If you enjoy our interactions and you enjoy how we um, discuss certain topics, please join us for our next episode. I have been full, and this is Mark. This is Mark, signing out. <laughs> signing <Goodbye>. out. <laughs> Bye. I'm out here. Cheers. Bye. Ha, 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 ha.